Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams, and for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Great three hours together uh, with everybody across North America. Horowitz and McKeon producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fass with another update. Uh, final 50 minutes together. Uh, we've been talking about the Super Bowl coming up later tonight for those of you on the East Coast. Tomorrow, for those of you on the West Coast, who do you like in the game and why? I'm going Niners, most complete team in the NFL. They have ran the ball 75% of the time in their two playoff wins. That's telling the other team you can't stop us. So if you line it up, and my buddies have always said how they like to pick games, and I really like this philosophy, how many of your guys would play for the other team and vice versa? So obviously Mahomes could start for any NFL team, he would, he's better than Jimmy G, obviously. Tyreek Hill, his speed, as fast maybe as anybody who's ever played the game. Kelsey versus Kittle, is it a wash right now? I think we would say that. Offensive line, maybe a wash or a little bit better on the Niners' side, led by Staley. Better defensive line, hmm. I'd go Niners, better linebackers, Niners, better secondary, Niners. You know, better head coach, obviously, you'd say Andy Reid. So you you start doing that math, and that's why I just complete team, the Niners. That's why I'm going with them. There is that pulsing, oh, my, Bill, you're going against Mahomes. I will admit that's there. So I need your pick. Uh, we did touch on Brady about an hour ago that, you know, reports of him being seen in Nashville. Titans have a lot just to play action with Henry. Just think about that. And he's not washed up. I'm not buying that. So where do you think, though, he's going to play uh, this fall? Uh, you can answer those two questions in regards to the NFL and then off the death of Kobe and the other eight people in that helicopter last Sunday, including his daughter, at hashtag girl dad has been everywhere on the social networks. So over the last three hours, uh, we've been paying tribute to daughters. Uh, you can tell a story about your daughter. We've had emotional ones. We've had ones that have made us laugh. So we've used the show tonight 
uh, to celebrate uh, the girl dads out there. So join in at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. I've been reading a ton of tweets. Thank you so much for the photos of you with your daughter, and I'm sharing them, and it's been fantastic. It has been emotional, but also a connecting path to the audience. Woody Stewart is listening in Alexandria, Virginia, and he tweeted, Has Saturday Huge, a little photo. This is my daughter, Lily. She is currently four and a half and is just over two years cancer-free. See, in the tribute video Friday night, I was moved to tears thinking of all Lily has overcome and how much I appreciate the time we have. I am a hashtag girl dad and glad this is a thing. And he included a photo of his daughter with thumbs up. Looks like she's in a doctor's office. Thank you, Woody Stewart. And so glad that your daughter, Lily, is two years cancer-free. Four and a half. And half her life she has fought cancer. Mm. You want perspective? That's what it's all about. So join in 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. AV in New Jersey. I appreciate you hanging around here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm calling the Lions fan. I was wondering what you think about Tua Tagovailoa, the Lions rumors. Is it like just trying to get a trade or think I actually take him? Well, you know, and thank you, A.V., for listening in Jersey. Uh, Tua's family reportedly uh, said that they don't want Detroit to take him. You have Matt Stafford, who missed half the year. They're paying him $30 million, broken bones in his back as he one hit away like Romo from not playing again. You're the Lions. Uh, do you think you're close, even though this is going to be a playing meaningful game season for Matt Patricia, the Lions head coach, and Bob Quinn, the GM? A lot of people are putting it out there that, hey, the Lions coaching staff was in Mobile like Shanahan and the Niners a year ago, and they could be the team a, a year from now in the Super Bowl. Okay, they've won one playoff game since 91. Not happening. Matt Patricia is Josh McDaniels, and he is not ready, nor do I believe he will ever be a successful head coach. This learning on the job in the NFL, it isn't college football. Oh, we need a culture. You, you had 9-7 and seven talent when you took over 6-10, 3-12-1. I doubt they're going to draft Tua because if they're in a must-win year, they're not going to take a young quarterback. It's probably Okuda, the tight end from Ohio State. Derek Brown, Lyman from Auburn. That's my guess. Somebody who can help them immediately and probably the shutdown corner because those are tough to come by in the NFL. And Okuda from Ohio State, I would fit that. I just, you know, they're going nowhere with Patricia. Tell me a Bill Belichick disciple, a coach under his tree in New England who has been successful as a head coach. A lot, a lot of, you know, 
Did Vrabel, Horowitz, somebody brought this up on my statewide show Friday. Vrabel never, did Vrabel coach or just play for Belichick? Just played. He went under uh, Bill O'Brien's staff. In, That's what uh, I Houston, thought, yeah. yeah. Right, so he went to Houston. He just played for Belichick. So you've had who, uh, Charlie Weiss? Oh, yeah, asked Notre Dame and Kansas how that panned out. Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell, who's a better coordinator. Weiss, a better coordinator. McDaniels, who failed in Denver. Oh, horribly. Uh, Patricia, who's, I don't know how you can use the phrase, running the Lions into the ground when they've never lifted off. Uh, yeah, Patricia. McDaniels seems to be afraid to take a head coaching job, right? He looked like he was going to take the Colts job before Frank Wright. Yeah, I just, you know, that, I think Brady, it, the potential separation he is in a, is it one sided, two sided? Is it Jimmy Jones or Jimmy Johnson? Well, Jimmy Jones was the clone that they had in the Dallas lab. Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. Is it both of them wanting to show I can do it without you? And at like the end of relationships, it happens. I don't know. I, I just, I, you know, Tua, they're not going to draft him. And now here's what's interesting. There's talk that if Tua, you know, and he's doing, he did the circuit at, you know, Radio Row and Super Bowl and doing all the interviews. If he is cleared to be ready to go 100% healthy, there's some talk that there might be a run above the Lions to number two with the Redskins, but I don't see Rivera giving up Chase Young. Do you, Horowitz, at all? A defensive-minded guy, a former NFL linebacker, giving up a chance for a franchise player like Chase Young? I don't see that. No, no, especially in that division, which no. is built around the run. No way. And and the Bengals have already said that, you know, there's no way they with Joe Burrow sitting there. So now you're the Lions. Part of me says if you're in the win-now mentality and you hope Stafford stays healthy – or you're dead in the water, that you trade the three pick, you bump down to seven, five, six, seven, eight, and you get a Jerry Judy, and you get a speed separation guy. Because you look at the Chiefs, and, and nothing against the year Frank Clark has had or anything. You look at the Chiefs, and the first two names that come to mind, three, would be Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill, right? If we all would talk about the Chiefs. You go and talk about the Niners, and it's Jimmy G, it's Bosa, it's Kittle, right? And Sherman, names that pop up. So if you're in, if you're Patricia and Bob Quinn, the Lions GM, and you're in a meaningful games in December type of year, which means you have to be at least nine and seven because that wasn't good enough for Jim Caldwell, as Bob Quinn said when he fired him two years ago. How are you going to get there? Shut down corner? Or you add Jerry Judy. Trade down. Somebody grabs two at three. Trades up for him. And you're able to take the fastest receiver. Stafford can throw the deep ball. Daryl Bevel, the coordinator, likes to take shots down the field. They were very productive on offense the first eight games. It was the defense that went from... 10th to like 31st in the NFL in Detroit. 
So you get a separator like Judy. If you're playing to win this year, Stafford's going in the year 12. Uh, what do you do? I, I, I'm for the trade down, bulk up the offense, and say we're going to go win with offense. That would be my philosophy. And if two is healthy, who, who jumps up at three and wants him? Who's first on that list? Is it Miami just making sure he doesn't go elsewhere? I don't know. I mean, now they're saying there's a potential for, what, five quarterbacks in the love from Utah State, Eason, you could have Tua, you got Burrow, obviously, going number one. You got Herbert from Oregon. So you're going to get some jockey. So Detroit could maybe get something and uh, move down and get a Judy and pray to God that Matt Stafford's healthy. I still would take Tom Brady in Detroit for two years, trade Stafford, but then you're going to get hit with, you know, depending on when you release some salary cap money. Now, this draft is going to be really interesting. I know it. one and two look locked and done with Burrow and Chase Young, but I, I think the positioning for players and from what position you go after, that April draft is going to be really good conversation. Now until April. And we still have the Super Bowl coming up later tonight. Let's go to Ryan in San Diego. Thanks for the wait. You're on the Saturday Night Healed show. Nice. Uh, good evening. I'm thinking Niners just because, uh, like you'd said, it seems like every position set they're pretty darn good, except for that QB spot. So that's the wild card. But I was really calling about my daughters. Uh, I'm about to have a third girl. And I've got my last name, Schoenweiss, and that is just a crazy last name. I really wanted to pass it to a boy, and I love sports. And so I've been feeling this weirdness ever since I knew I was having another girl. Uh, but I just love having daughters. They're a pleasure. I have a six- and a two-year-old now. And to see Kobe's interactions and his relationship with that middle one is just something that's got me thinking a lot lately. And uh couldn't be a sadder situation with all that. But uh, how about those Aztecs, huh? The Aztecs for San Diego Well, State? yeah, I mean, they, you know, it looks like it would be tough for them not to end up being a one seed at worst, yeah, right, in the tournament. I think they're going to run the table, baby. I think that was a pretty big test tonight because Utah State was supposed to uh, have won the conference this year. So yeah, college basketball is wide open. I saw, you know, Creighton drill Villanova. Thank you, Ryan, out in San Diego. Appreciate uh, the input. At college basketball, I – we were talking about, okay, who's who looks like they're world beaters? I, Auburn had a nice one against Kentucky. I, Michigan State loses at Wisconsin. Creighton wins at Villanova. I, Baylor, San Diego State are, you know, Gonzaga. I, that's going to be a good tournament when we get to March. I love it. Uh, you want to join in a couple segments uh, together, your Super Bowl pick. Where do you think Brady plays in the fall? And, Shout-outs to daughters with that hashtag girl, Dad, that we're doing on the radio. You can join in one 855 That's 1-855-212-4227. At Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
I just saw the highlights of San Diego State. We just had the caller from San Diego on eighty sixty eight over Utah State. They're now twenty three and zero. Man, they got Kansas. I I tell you what, all these FBI wiretaps and all these coaches who are just still walking around coaching. It's embarrassment to the NCAA. Speaking of the NCAA. I did see the story that the Big Ten is supporting what may be an NCAA proposal that all athletes would get a one-time transfer, no strings attached, to any school. Can you imagine that mess? As somebody pointed out in the article on Twitter, you'll get re-recruitments behind closed doors, back door back room of existing players. And if every player gets a one-time transfer and a coach leaves, I doubt they could follow the coach, but you could just completely wipe out a program. I don't like that idea. I really don't. You know, I, I get coaches are free to move, and I think a lot of this is about coaches, right? But you know what you're getting into. You know, I, I believe you you, you, sh- you should never be, and they're talking anywhere, so in conference. I mean, this is, it could be such a mess. I don't get why the transfer rules right now are that bad. You get the graduate transfer rule. Most now will allow you to transfer, but not in conference. And you can't follow a, an assistant coach or a head coach to another school who coached at your school. If they give this unlimited, it'll, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. A lot of it could be talk to create conversation. Speaking of that, we do have our huge questions of the night. You can answer them. Chiefs or Niners, who wins the Super Bowl and why? Where will Tom Brady play this fall? And the hashtag girl dad all week long celebrating father-daughter relationships. Tribute to Kobe and those on that helicopter that crashed. Give me your story about your daughter or give her a shout out. And if she's listening or lives far away from you, XM Sirius Channel 206 is a CBS Sports Radio channel and CBSSportsRadio.com. Now you can listen live. Let's go to. Oh, we. And we lost Eli in Dallas. Okay. Thank you, Eli uh, in Dallas. Other comments uh, coming in. Larry says, hey, Huge. I have been a Miami Dolphins fan since 1982. Diehard Dolphins fan. I just hope with every fiber in my body we don't take that injury-prone flash in the pan waiting to happen by the name of Tua. If he's cleared healthy, he's no flash in the pan. If he's healthy, he's a special cat. Matter of fact, if he doesn't go down, you have to wonder with that talent they had at wide receiver, that talent they had at running back, if Alabama won the one national championship. With two a healthy Do they run the table? Mm. That would have been interesting. 
or at least get to the title game. So even with losing to LSU, if they would have got to the title game, even with one loss, they could have been that fourth team. Just the, uh, how how things can change with one game. Uh, Jake McDonald uh, tweets out Saturday, huge, you're the man, huge, love your show. Scott Gammon uh, tweets from Maryland. At Saturday, huge Kansas City wins in a shootout. That is my huge prediction. And Bob Gilbert is listening in Chicago on AM670. The score, he comments, not a father, but an uncle of a beautiful three-year-old niece. She has brought so much joy uh, into my life. Thank you, Bob Gilbert, listening on AM670. The score in Chicago. I want to give Mitch Rosen. And the crew, a shout-out there in the Windy City. We will have one final segment here on Super Bowl Sunday now on the East Coast. So I need your pick, Niners or Chiefs. I've told you I'm going with the Niners. Where will Tom Brady play this fall? And we'll do one last segment across the U.S. and Canada uh, with shout-outs to the daughters. You can do that at 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Also had Horowitz tell me that somebody connected to the movie business left him a message uh, for that caller we had from Tennessee who lost his daughter in a car accident, and she was a screenwriter, Steve in Knoxville. And they're going to connect. Horowitz reached out to Steve, and they'll connect. And I told him I'd also do it with a few people I know in the business. So to me, that makes for that makes for the perfect show. So to the callers online, we'll get to your huge predictions on the big game. We'll do that in a few moments. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. McKeon and Horowitz are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Final segment to give a shout-out to your daughter, that hashtag girl dad tribute. To everybody, Kobe and his daughter and the others on that helicopter really went viral uh, over the last 72 hours. And I was listening to Jody Mack on CBS Sports Radio, who was doing uh, the shift before I came on. And I heard him talking about his daughter, and I said, you know what? I'm going to let the audience pay tribute to their daughters. Not just in sports, it could be. Could be life. Could be the connection that a dad makes with his daughter and it's unique and then when they become a teenager it becomes challenging then people tell me after they're done being a teenager and they're in their early 20s they reconnect and you have these wonderful relationships uh, with your kids and you get the father-son thing but how often do dads get a chance to just tell the world how proud they are of their daughters? So we're doing that. You can join in 1-855-2124-CBS. 
That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. I need your Super Bowl prediction. Who wins? Niners or the Chiefs? Where will Brady play this year in the NFL? And I'll get Horowitz's Super Bowl prediction along with McKeon. They're good guys back at CBS. one 855 and at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Skip in Milwaukee. Thanks for the wait. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, good evening, Huge. Hey, it's good to uh, listen to you again. Uh, not too long ago, not to say that you and I are old, but I used to hear you all the time when you were working in a city about 90 miles south of Milwaukee. <laughs> You're talking about AM 1000 when I was I, on in Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah, I listen to you guys all the time, especially the week of when the Packers and Bears played. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. You guys, I listen to you a lot. And I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad, you know, I, I can listen to you. Uh, you know, somewhere else, you know, which is, you know, where you are now. So it's great to hear your voice and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, uh, thanks for taking my call. I just um, – I think the 49ers are going to win. I mean, what they did two weeks ago, what were the odds huge of, you know, uh, somebody would have told you huge uh, – Garoppolo's going to throw eight passes, and he's only going to throw for 77 yards, and the San Francisco 49ers are going to wipe out the Packers. Yeah, you I would mean, have thought that the Packers blow them out, and what's interesting, Skip, is that I saw the blip on CBS Sports Network. The Niners in their playoff wins over two pretty good defensive units in the Vikings and the Packers ran the ball 75% of the time. How about that? Yeah, well, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, like somebody said, you know, Super Bowls are won, whoever controls the defensive line. And you, you look at the 49ers' uh, defensive line and their defense, I just I just think they're going to find a way to overcome Kansas City's offense, just like what happened last year in the Super Bowl with New England. Um, I would be very happy for Andy Reid if Kansas City won the Super Bowl because had – Ron Wolf hired him 20 years ago instead of letting him go to Philadelphia after Holmgren left. He would have won a Super Bowl in Green Bay. Okay, not uh, you know, uh, you know, bring back the what if game or whatever. But um, I, I would be happy for Andy Reid. But I just think you know, Garoppolo. Uh, Bill Belichick obviously was in love with Garofalo, and he wanted him to stay in New England. And I think Garofalo would have won Super Bowls in New England eventually. Okay, but now he's going to win them in San Francisco, along with that defense. So, um, and speaking of, you mentioned where Tom Brady's going to end up. He should resign with New England. If he does not, he's going to play in a state where he was born. I think the Los Angeles Chargers. All right. Well, Skip, thank you for listening. Thanks for the love uh, in Milwaukee. Yeah, I remember my Chicago days, and we're heard now in Chicago on AM670, the score, and also uh, in Milwaukee. Yeah, I was in Chicago 98 uh, till 2001 on AM1000 with Luke Kanellis, uh, who's on Fox uh, Chicago. Good run. I was a single guy living in downtown Chicago. Back-to-back, my two cities were Austin for two and a half years, Austin, Texas, and downtown Chicago. Amazing. Two of the best cities in America.
You want to join in? I need your Super Bowl prediction. Where do you think Tom Brady will play this fall in the NFL? And shout-outs to your daughter. Uh, last 10 minutes to get in on that at one 855 cbs That's one 855 And I'll read the tweets uh, over the last hour at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Bud in Palm Desert, thank you for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Huge, how you doing? Doing good, Bud. I know you're talking about screenplays tonight, and funny enough, I used to be a Jerry Springer producer, and along with a couple of former producers, we just written a book and a screenplay about how wild the show was, and I know that's the area you were in Chicago is when I was probably your neighbor. I used to live at the Grand Ohio downtown. You know yeah, I used to live down at uh, 1133 Dearborn with Springer. Was was that all real or staged? That's what the book's talking about. I can't reveal it yet, but we, here's the funny story. What went on the show, what was behind the scenes of the show was ten times more wild than what was you saw on TV. That's what the book's about, what the movie's about. Who's the, the former? Truth. Who's the former? Is it Steve, the former security guy? Who he's, his... he's boy. His, he fits right into the story, too. Again, I'm not going to give out these details, but he's, uh, there's a lot of good stories about Steve in there, too. <laughs> who's playing Jerry Springer in the movie? We have to figure that out. But that's why I want to plug it. I just We just finished the book, and we're going to try to get a screenplay out of the book. But I just want to mention on your show, I know you say you have to come to some contacts. If anybody wants to contact me, I'll give Harwitz my information because uh, – you know, Springer has been a big story for 30 years. I think behind the scenes of the show would be a great, a great movie. It's called. All right, well, you give him a, hey, give him, uh, give him your email, and uh, we'll do that, Bud. Thanks for. Uh, you got a Super Bowl prediction yeah, too? Yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking Kansas City. Although I see what you're doing. You're doing like the Miami San Francisco Super Bowl with Marino and Marine and uh, Montana, and you're picking like Seattle and uh, Denver a few years ago with the better defense. I just get a weird feeling Andy Reid's a good enough coach to do what he did against Tennessee, where. He realized that you have to run the ball as well. You know, in that third quarter, they control the whole game in the third quarter. I think if they can turn the tables on the 49ers, they can win the game. All right. Thank you, Bud. And Palm Desert listening out in California. Hey, Horowitz, what we're doing tonight, this is how, like, agents start. I'm telling you. We're going to be at the Oscars, like, in three years. And they're going to remember on the Saturday Night Huge show on February 1st into February 2nd, again, if you're listening on East Coast or West Coast time. And we're going to have, like, Oscar nominations on the red carpet. I'll bring you along. Uh, we'll let McKeon uh, come along, uh, John Fass, and we'll all be there. This is kind of like entourage for the old guys. Yeah, but you know what I fear? I, I Like, we're facilitating all this, and then they're just going to forget about us. You know, like they're they're going to make it nah, big time. We got the tape, and I'll be suing everybody's ass in court if they leave me. <laughs> I got the emails. And you want the warm fuzzies to end? Go ahead and don't give us a cut of the action. You want you want that? No, I've done. Have you been in a movie Horowitz ever? Have you ever been even an extra? No. I'm just asking you. Not all of us get to live the uh, superstar oh. life like hold you. On. Hey, Horowitz, you ever you ever hold been on. the voice of a video game no, as well? No, hold on, hold on. The way I said that was like, it's like everyone had cereal this morning for breakfast. Have you ever been in a movie? Who hasn't been in a movie? <laughs> it's unbelievable. The, the way, life you live. Like, you, I do I not under, you're the, so far removed now from yeah, real the way life. I said that like, so do you got a million dollars in your bank account? Who doesn't have a million dollars in their bank account? Oh, my Lord. No, I touchback. I did the voice of that, you know, Kurt Russell movie, right? And 
Uh, Brian Presley was uh, the producer. I called his high school games, football games, at Jinx, Oklahoma. And and speaking of Kobe and Jinx, Oklahoma, have I ever told you the story when I called Kobe Bryant's last high school basketball game? Horowitz, have I ever shared that story on the Saturday Night Huge show? Not to my recollection. All right, so it's uh, December of 2000, or excuse me, December of 19... 19- 95, and the Myrtle Beach Ball Classic in South Carolina at the convention center, I don't know if they still do it, was an annual high school All-American invitational where their teams were all invited. It was over like three, four days at Myrtle Beach. And I was working in Tulsa, Oklahoma in December of 1995, and I was the play-by-play voice for Jinx football and Jinx basketball in Jinx, Oklahoma. Well, they had an All-American by the name of Renzi Stone, who was 6'11", went on to play at Oklahoma uh, in the Big 12, and they were invited to this tournament. And they were a a really good team when Renzi, naturally, get a guy 6'11", was in the lineup. Well, Renzi jacked his back right before they were going to leave for the tournament So Scott Paddock, the head coach of Jinx, now a teacher in Bixby, Oklahoma, they had to go to this tournament, and they don't have their All-American, Tim Thomas, Jermaine O'Neal, Mike Bibby. It's like a who's who, Shaheen Holloway, who's from Jersey. Just unbelievable talent over the years. Kenny Anderson has played in that tournament. So here comes Jinx, Oklahoma, and without Renzi, I don't know if they had anybody over 6'1". So they upset uh, a Lakewood, Ohio team in their opener. And the way the bracket was set up, they knew if they won in Lower Marion of Ardmore, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philly, Kobe school, Kobe was there, they would play Kobe in the semifinals of their side. And it was like two, two championships going on because a lot of teams. So all of a sudden they win, and on that, December night, a Saturday night at the Myrtle Beach Convention Center. It's Jinx, Oklahoma, minus their superstar All-American with a bunch of 6-1 guys, if that, taking on Kobe Bryant in Lower Marion, Pennsylvania. And Scott Paddock, that morning at the shoot-around, the the team, I ride over with them because I wanted to shoot at a basket and I had a rec basketball game that Monday, you know, really important things. And Scott Paddock told this story on my statewide show last week here in Michigan that I told the team they couldn't use one half of the court because I was warming up for my rec league game. So, so they had to get ready on one side of the court and Paddock walks up to me. When they're leaving, he goes, you know, I just hope we score tonight in this game. Hope we score. They're playing Lower Marion, Kobe Bryant. And so we go back to the hotel, and the Eagles are playing the Lions. So I'm a Lions fan. And the Lions throw six interceptions. They get drilled by the Eagles. I'm swearing and yelling at the TV. I know at halftime they're down like 38-7. I have to... You know, now go to the Myrtle Beach Convention Center and get ready to do this game of Jinx, Oklahoma versus Kobe Bryant's team, Lower Mariana, Pennsylvania. 
And I come walking out of my hotel, and I see Scott Paddock, the head coach, and the Jinx players all standing there looking at me. And Scott goes, are you okay? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, we had our slider open. The team was watching video of Kobe on our we're, we're trying to game plan, and we all we heard was like 50 different swear words from you uh, screaming and yelling at the TV. And I said, oh, yeah, Lions are down big at halftime. So we go to the convention center. And Matt Clark, who played at Oklahoma State, was my color commentator. Huge crowd. That's Kobe Bryant. And he's warming up Duncan. Everyone's Duncan. Five guys are Duncan on that team. They got the six one, and this looks like the biggest mismatch on earth. It does. And Scott Paddock walks up to me and he says, What do you think? And I, this is right before the game, and we're going to go on. And I go, You guys are going to lose by 40. I'll say that. You're not going to get shut out. I'll go 80-40. And he goes, you know, Bill, there was something strange in the locker room that these kids are so frightened right now that I think they heard everything I told them. And I told them, if you follow what I'm saying, we can win this game. And he said, I think they believe it. And I go, I don't. And, you know, (laughs) And, folks, you can check it, you can Google it, that Kobe Bryant's last high school loss was against Jinx, Oklahoma. They fouled Kobe out late in the game, won by 13 in overtime. Kobe's team went on to win 27 straight games, won the state championship, whatever Lower Marion of Pennsylvania was in, and Jinx, Oklahoma gave Kobe... His last high school loss, still one of the top moments ever in my nearly 28 years in radio. It was flat out, there is no way. This wasn't one versus 16 seed. This was one versus 64 seed. It was an amazing night. Had a chance to meet Kobe afterwards and Jellybean Bryant. He was amazing then. Man, he was a man. The Jinx, Oklahoma for one night. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And the high school basketball world loved them. Thanks so much for the conversation. Thank you, Horowitz. Thank you, McKeon. 24-7, drop your tweets at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.